five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energize Podcast is back. Mixed martial arts madness. It's back. It's back. So, if you're new to the Energize Mixed Martial Arts Podcast, welcome. And if you're returning Energize listener, welcome back. So, Barry, what is on the show for today? Okay. Um, first of all, it's great to be back. As always. It is actually great to be back. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know what? It's great to be back with actual Mixed Martial Arts on. Yeah. Well, I've been dying to do this show. Yeah. I think I said it every week, but like... UC two two three was such a like is such an anticipated night yeah. like so we've been literally counting down the weeks. Mm. The amount of messages we three, get about this as well. Like, yeah, and three weeks without a card. Three weeks without a card. It's a lot for us. It is a lot. But um on today's show we're gonna be going through UC two two three that's gonna be on in Brooklyn. Um we're gonna be discussing the new main event, which is actually un- possibly more intriguing. Yeah, it's unbelievable this how that that's the crazy thing about MMA. That's mm. the reason why loads of people listen is because like something new happens every day. Every day. Yeah, every day. Uh, then we're also going to be going through the fight card as well because uh, Ireland's very own adopted son Artem, the Russian hammer Lobov, is on the card. Yeah. And then also we're going to be going over some of the events that we are attending that are coming up very soon, and we actually may or may not. Yeah, may or may more not. so may. Have tickets to give away. Um, yeah. So make sure you take Another Energize giveaway competition. Another, yeah, because we love giving away yeah. this, this shit. Like, it's yeah. pretty good. It actually is good. Especially when like you give it to people and yeah. they're so happy and shit. And you're like, yeah. you're like that's oh, it. thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, we're going to go over all the boxing news from Anthony Joshua's win over the weekend as well. So. Here you, we go. Yeah, so UC 223 is on this weekend. Yeah. Um, so what way do you want to do this? Because... Everyone was looking forward to Tony Ferguson versus Khabib Nurmagomedov, which was the fourth time they had set this fight. Yeah, fourth time the fight has been set, fourth time the fight has been cancelled. And to do it on April Fool's Day, to let yeah. everyone know, it was yeah. just like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically what happened was, Tony Ferguson was in UFC on Fox Studios. He was in the car park. Now, I don't know who the person was he saw, but he apparently saw somebody he hadn't seen in a long time. He went to turn, say hello to them. And blew his knee out. What? Yeah, so... Whoever he was delighted to see. I'm sure he wasn't delighted with the aftermath. I can't, I can't believe this is the one fight that everyone wanted to see. Because every, like, everyone yeah. wanted to see this. No, because I actually saw earlier on the line, uh, on the day. I was actually on Facebook and I was like, I was like, hurry, uh, made mental note. I was like, don't go back on the Facebook for the rest of the day because April Fool's Day. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. I actually saw, Ferguson now, McGregor into fight Khabib. <laughs> and like that, and like that, that was like clearly uh, April Fools. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then next thing you know, Ferguson's out, and I was like, I was like, no way. And then, but in fairness, UFC were very, very fast on it. As in, like Holloway was like basically straight back in. As in, as in, like there wasn't like Ferguson's out, UFC seeking replacement. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, like, but, but obviously they were going to like sort it out before they let everyone know. That. Yeah. You know oh I mean? no, uh, no. Welcome to the goddess of crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like panic. Yeah. Um, but, like, where's Ross Cowell he's back from Manchester yeah. <laughs> but normally the, normally like Errol Hawani or one of the top MMA journalists would be like oh Ferguson's out and then like yeah. it's almost like the UFC like my way day to confirm it um, so Ferguson's out Holloway's in also quite interesting to note that Brian Ortega was also offered the fight and he did accept it but obviously they're more inclined to try and make Holloway the champ champ 
Yeah, well, he also has a belt as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's nice for the poster, isn't it? Yeah, that, but that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's all about that flashy, flashy. Yeah, so Ferguson out. But, like, not only like is this a massive loss for Ferguson, number one, this is going to be the biggest payday of his career so far. Definitely, yeah. Like, this pay per view, I think, is going to do quite well on numbers. But it was anyway when it was Ferguson yeah. Khabib. Well, also, you have a lot of Russian people tuning in as well, you know what I mean? Yeah, and he loses out in the payday. Yeah. And also, he's lost his interim title now. He's yeah. not the champ anymore. Dana White did an interview on ESPN with Breck Otomowo, whatever way he says her name, and he was like, the winner of this fight is the lightweight champ, undisputed, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow. Although, he still refuses to say the words Conor McGregor has been stripped of the belt. <laughs> he won't like say that. He'd be like, this is the, this is the lightweight champ. Yeah. What's, the, what's that game show where they put all the words up and you have to like guess the saying? The catchphrase. It's called oh. catchphrase, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, Conor McGregor is, and then like, it's like S-T-R-I-P-P-E, yeah. and it's like, not stripped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, like, you just won't say it. Yeah, no, we won't. Um, but, Holloway's in. Um, we're not going to, we're going to break down the fight at the end of the rest of the car, but in terms of what this means for Holloway, what this means for the featherweight division, what it means for the lightweight division. So, we should probably look at the featherweight division first. Okay. Obviously, Brian uh, Ortega's next up in the featherweight division. And he's okay. quite clearly next up. Um, the only other person who, like, is even knocking on that door, I would say, is almost like Jeremy Stevens. If he could beat Aldo, he could maybe put his name in the hat to say yeah. he could fight Brian Ortega, potentially. But there's featherweight division sort of... It's boxed off, almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's, no, there's no sort of controversy. It's like... Well, bar now... Max Holloway not fighting in the division. Yeah. But like, it's sort of like Brian Ortega, he's not beating Frankie Edgar. Yeah. He's next in line. He's next in line. Whether they do an interim belt or whether Holloway loses and goes back down and defends that belt, fine. Then you have the lightweight division. So, the lightweight division, you have Conor McGregor, current UFC lightweight champion. Like, that's what UFC.com says. Yeah, he's the current champion until someone wins this weekend. Until the first fight, until the first punch is thrown at UFC 223, Conor McGregor's the lightweight champion. Yeah. Then you have Tony Ferguson, who's the current... I think it's quite funny that Conor McGregor's the current champion. Tony Ferguson's the interim champion. Yeah. And neither of them are fighting for the lightweight <laughs> belt on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you have Max Holloway, who's going to wear... I'd say he's going to be in the red corner, which is the champion corner, because he already is a champion. And then you have Khabib on the other side. And then you have, like, Nate Diaz waiting in the wings yeah. for a payday. Yeah. That's, that's sort of... Now you're top five lightweight fighters in the world. Yeah, I was going to listen back to our last podcast and I was saying, mm. like, we were like, right, what's the options of who can have who? And I don't actually think we mentioned Max Holloway in that show because I think we were like, right, it's obvious well, yeah. that Max Holloway is meant to fight Brian Ortega. Yeah. Because we couldn't fathom Tony Ferguson and Khabib not fighting. Get, like, third thought, like... I think we actually said it on the last week's show, does the fight happen? Yeah. And I was like, I think I actually said, like, 75%, I think it will. I know, yeah. It's, they shouldn't book it, like... Eight months in advance. Just be like, just drive over to each other's gaps and give each other a knock. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, but, uh, yeah, no, but like in previous shows, we had mentioned that Max Holloway could be in there because he'd be Jose Allo twice. Mm. And then, like, and but, until Brian Ortega showed up, like, I was not really interested in seeing Holloway yeah. fight Edgar. Yeah. I wasn't interested in seeing Holloway fight the featherweights. Not because I don't like watching Max Holloway fight, just because I don't think any of them were challenging him. Yeah, but his journey has been set. Like, I mean, it was him yeah. against Brian Ortega that was going to go down. So, so now, there was no point of being like, oh, mm. what about if Frankie Edgar comes back up to lightweight again? You know what I mean? There's no point of changing it. But like, in fairness, serious had a balls on Max Holloway taking the fight in the first place. You know, six days notice, big weight cut ahead of him. Uh, but I suppose he could be precaution a massive check, not only after this fight, 
But after his next fight, he becomes two-weight world champion. Uh, the only other person to do that is the last person to beat uh, Max Holloway, which is Conor McGregor. Yeah. And, like, that's 100% the fight to make if Holloway wins. Yeah. Like, there's no other option. Yeah. So, well, like, in fairness to Max Holloway as well, it's not going to be as big a cut as he usually does. Obviously, 155, 145. Mm. But, like, he now knows if he, okay, if he, if he takes on... Khabib and wins I think he'd fancy himself against anyone in that division then so he might be like right I'm staying in this division oh I wouldn't be surprised to see him stay in that division I wouldn't be surprised to see Brian Ortega chase him up in the division either because yeah. Ortega looks like he could easily fight at 155 as well well these are, these are the problems that the UFC must like to have these oh, are yeah. like good well, problems these are great problems as yeah. opposed to the problem being like oh we'll have to have Josh Emma fight in the main event yeah. like that's not the problem you want no. to be having no so you went over Tony Ferguson and stuff missing out on the biggest yeah. payday of his career I also want to add in when he was doing the media scrum, he was like, "My followers aren't fake," and I was like, "I'm pretty sure I saw his following about five, if not six months ago." Wasn't it like seventy thousand? Yeah, it was like what well, I don't even think it was like two hundred thousand. Now it was nearly half a million, and like I was just like, "You don't say that unless they are fake." They are fake, yeah. Like it was I mean, like no one was gonna. Yeah. No, it was. It was like, oh, we didn't shoot that fella who died in the, on, on the weekend. It's like. No one said <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, You're not gonna be like that money in my bank account is fake. It's not fake, sorry. You know what I mean? It's like why would you even Yeah, no one like, even thought that and then like you say something stupid. Yeah, like it's, that. yeah it's like going into the shop and then having the shopkeeper fiver and go, That's a real fiver, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's like, like yeah. it's like Oh yeah, yeah. So, so we went down with Tony Ferguson missing out the big pay yeah. out of his career. Max Holloway, fair play to him yeah. jumping in now. Um what uh, where do you want to go from this to say talk about Khabib? Um Well fair play to Khabib also for accepting the fight. Um but in fairness, if you're competing with a Mike Madoff, like you have to feel like you can smash anyone. Yeah. And he's also have to do him what like five or six week camp already. Like yeah. yeah, and like he just needs to have an opportunity to fight for a title. It's almost like I can't believe he hasn't had that opportunity already. Yeah. And it's not because he's not been good enough. Obviously, he's good enough. It's more so like he just ha- he's been so sporadic in his fighting career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has. That's so, why. I, yeah, that's one thing that's probably not made him a superstar really. Yeah, it's like. You can't fight once a year or like once every 18 months and then everyone be like, yay. Yeah. Also, I think a lot of people, I don't know what the best way to say this, but a lot of people try to like take away from, if you know what I mean, as in like, he just got in there and absolutely smashed everyone they ever fought. Yeah. Like smashed them. But people are like, oh yeah, but remember he sort of got hit in the Michael Johnson fight? It's sort of like, so what? Like, once he grabs a hold of you, like, he's like bringing you to the ground and then like, so I think I think there's something about Khabib and Michael Madoff that no one else in the entire UFC roster does it that like they make me feel sorry for his opponent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like there's no one else who anyone fights I know, who, who I'm just like I oh, I feel sorry for that person. I yeah. I was they're they're just getting beaten up on the ground, like literally like bullied. Yeah. The only thing about that fight not happening now Khabib against Tony Ferguson, right? As much as like Tony Ferguson's great father and I like his style and I like well not not his outside the octagon style just like his inside stuff the way he's like hell for leather goes goes mm. all in that's what I really like but his outside of the octagon antics like even wearing like gold sunglasses and all now and all this sort of crap like and the the way he's so cringy the way he talks and stuff I just wanted Tony for uh, Khabib to game down and do what he does to everyone else and maul him just so we didn't have to continuously hear this so he's like spam. He's like spam message you get in your Instagram while being like, cool pick. Yeah. Follow yeah. my page. It's like it's like fuck off, man, you fake yeah. gym person. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like I just wanted him to be like that 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 to be finished. That like Tony Ferguson of like, oh, I'm the best in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted that to be done with. And now we're just gonna like keep being on the outside, being like fake McNugget. 
Yeah. I mean, like, I just, no, 100%. I, I, I thought it was just good, that, that was, that was going to be the end of that chapter. Yeah. But now that chapter's going to stay open no matter what. Uh, it's going to be very interesting what to do with Tony Ferguson next. Because like, if Khabib wins, what are they going to do? Like Tony Ferguson riding a 13 fight win streak. Like, have they not book him against him? You know what I mean? Oh, man, I know. So it's, it's going to be it's weird. It's upsetting. Like, it is upsetting. Because I remember, like, if people haven't heard before, when we were doing the YouTube videos, we made a video about Khabib against Tony Ferguson. What was it? UC 202 or something? Yeah. 3. Yeah, and then, like, we had, there were, like, a website on Facebook, we were going to share it, and then the fight got cancelled, so they didn't share it, and it was just like, oh, can't catch a fucking break, man. Yeah. But, uh, it's, the fight is cancelled again. Yeah, Tony Ferguson always letting the lads down. <sighs> yeah, because he's pulling out three. Although, three like, uh, although uh, I sort of thought, Khabib afterwards was really like, here, look, you can stop, like, moaning about me, because, like, Tony Ferguson made it out that... They they went to fight three times for this. Yeah. Twice it was Khabib's fault. Once it was Tony Ferguson. I thought fault. it was twice Tony's. No, I think it was twice. Oh, whatever. But anyway, too long. Now, yeah, but like, like like Tony Ferguson like never didn't stop letting them know about it. You know what I mean? It yeah. was like he kept on like harping on and on. And Khabib was like, yeah. "Here, look, shut up, <laughs> shut up." Like, yeah, yeah. It's like he's like he, I, I I was talking to a few of the lads in work day because they were asking me about my opinion, and I was like, "Here, look, I watch Tony Ferguson fight every night of the week." Yeah, I don't ever want to hear him do an interview though. No. And that's what's it. So yeah. it's fine. I know, man. I know, man. I'm the same. I'm just, mm. I just thought that this was just going to end it. And if you won, I'd be like, right. It, this was sort of like, it, it was sort of like, uh, who, someone was saying this there the other day. Deontay Wilder was saying the other day, he was like, he needed to get that like significant win. That one yeah. win. Like, it, like Wilder had to get his own win. Like everyone, in order to be like known as great, you have to get that great win. Yeah. Against a big name. Someone that like, David against Goliath. Well, sort of like, whoever, like just sort of, McGregor Aldo, it was like, right, if he actually beats Aldo, he's one of the best ever, and then he won. You know what I mean? You need something yeah. like that. This was going to be Tony Ferguson's big win. Yeah. If he won. And now it's gone, and it's just like, he can't be known as great then. Yeah. I mean? And he's 34 now as well, so I mean. Yeah, he's pushed on a bit, yeah. so. Look, I'll be interested to see what his story is. Like, there's any money needs surgery and that, so like, really, see he could be out for eight to nine months, then he'll have to do another fight before he gets thrown in the title fight. It's. A bit up in the air, but it is what it is. This it, this stuff just happens to like the some people in life are just really lucky, and like they like it. The, the ball falls in the net, the net for them, and mm. they don't get the injury when the big yeah. match comes up. But for other people, it the you, when you have the pocket aces against the pocket kings, the last card comes out gives them a trip kings, and you lose with the pocket aces. That's just the way life happens, you know. Yeah, and then I think that's just what's happened to Tony Ferguson. But yeah. in fairness, at the end of the day, he got his. He got his photographs with the belt and all, and he still believes he's a champ. But uh, the 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 it's mad now how if Max Holloway jumps in now and gets that win against Khabib, he Tony Ferguson will be sitting at home being like, "Oh, I I would have beaten Khabib as well, and I would have all that hype." So it's crazy, but we won't get sure, into the fight. Max yeah, Holloway anyway. actually predicted that. I remember he did the press conference with uh, Frank Yeager and uh, Max Holloway, and then it was Khabib and Tony Ferguson at the press conference. Max Holloway was like, "Call them all." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like. Do you remember we watched that press yeah, conference? And, yeah, we were, yeah. and we were like, Max Holloway is the only one who came off well. That's there. the thing. He was yeah. the only per- only star. Yeah, he's, he's the only person with the star quality. It's yeah. it's weird because like Tony Ferguson had the belt, Max Holloway had the belt, and you're sort of like, who was the real star there? And it was only Max Holloway that yeah. was shining. Yeah. Do you want to go through the card first, and then we yeah, can... we'll have a look at the card, and we'll get to Holloway nor Magomed off at the end. So I think the first fight we're going to talk about is Ireland and Russia's very own Artem the Russian Hammer Lobov. He's fighting uh, Bruce Leroy, Alex Caceres. 
Um, yeah. For me personally, in the featherweight division. Yeah. For me personally, I just think Lobov's going to win here. Uh, he's unorthodox style. He backs his own chain. Two D fight was it Cubs Hanson was last out, mm. or was it Touchy Feely? Touchy no, Feely. Touchy Feely. Yeah. But like yeah. he's been in there with the top guys like Artem's not yeah. fighting any anyone easy, and I feel like he's fought better competition than Alex Serres has. No, that's what I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to back for the win. Yeah. I'm like I'm just hoping he wins. Like I mean, he says he owes his fans a knockout, mm. and like, like even the way, he, I think he's been like overly harsh himself. He's taken on way more. I know he has a lot of experience, but he's taken on people who have like a way higher standard experience. Yeah, yeah. Like Cubs Watson's fought like Jose Aldo. Yeah. He's fought. You know what I mean? Like Lobos fought. Yeah. them. Yeah. And then like Tuti Fidi's out of Team Alpha Man. He's training every day with, you know, Chad Mendes, Uriah Faber, Cody Joseph Benavidez, Cody Garbrandt. Like, you would have been training with TJ Dillashaw. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, Arthur was getting knocked around basically by McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so it is what it is. Yeah. So, uh, well, we're back in Arthur, yeah. obviously. We're hardly going to go against Arthur. Hopefully, we have him on the show soon. Talk us up through the card there, and I'll give you one or two lines on the on the prelims. Okay, we'll go through these ones. And then in the lightweight division, Evan Durham is taking on Olivier Oban Mercier. So Mercier is actually coming in on short notice on this fight here. Uh, there was, he was supposed to fight your man Marbeck Tusimov, but he had visa issues. So I'm going to say Evan Dunham will get the win here. He's on a bit of a roll as of like. Okay. Then in the lightweight division, Joe Lozon's taking on Chris Grootsmacker. Grootsmacker was in the ultimate fighter. Yeah. Is that McGregor's year? Potentially so, yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, look, I'm just going to say Joe Lozon's going to get the win. Like the old dog. And I, I just, every time Joe Lozon. Joe Lozon's brilliant for the first round. And if he doesn't win in the first round. You're more likely going to lose. Yeah. He's been around for ages as well. I think he holds like one of the records for like most UFC bonuses as well. Yeah. But he's up I, there anyway. Uh, Lozon's good on the ground and I don't think Grusmacker is good on the ground. Mm. Uh, then in the flyweight division, Ray Borg has taken on Brandon Moreno. This could be an alright fight. Yeah, I think I think I like it. Both are sort of like Mexican lads. Uh, Moreno's got good jiu-jitsu. Borg seems to be quite good everywhere. I'm going to say I fancy Borg. I think he's like more physically strong and yeah, he'll be able to use that size to his advantage and I don't think he's going to get caught silly like Moreno's going to need it. Yeah, you know Moreno, Moreno's more by the, He's yeah. a bit of a slippery snake on the ground. Yeah, sort of like. yeah he's, a, he's a bit slick on the ground but I think Borg probably is better on the feet and then he'll always yeah. be in top position on the ground. I don't see Moreno taking Borg down. No. Put it that way. Yeah, Moreno looks sort of slight as well yeah. in that division. Uh, then in the women's strawweight division, Karolina Kolkakevich uh, versus Felice Herrig. I don't know what it is about Karolina, but I feel like we have to say her name more than anyone else ever. It's just a struggle, isn't it? Yeah, it is a struggle, yeah. Uh, look, I think Karolina is one of the best strawweights in the world. Yeah. Uh, she has a win over the current champion, Rose Namajunas. Uh, obviously, she has that close loss to Joanna. Like, I'm not saying that people thought Carolina won but it was close enough that like if she, wins, if she wins this fight she could fight with the winner of the co-main event yeah yeah I'll go Carolina yeah. as well yeah then in the on the main card in the lightweight division a lot of lightweight fights mm-hmm. going on uh, Aloy Quintus taking on Paul Felder um, right this is going to be an interesting one because Aloy Quinta has fought I think one time in the last two and a half years he's had massive disputes with the UFC and his win was like a knockout against Diego Sanchez so Rajan Al always looks cool, but Paul Felder has looked brilliant as of late. He knocked out Charles Oliveira in his last fight. I think he smashed him with an elbow, didn't he? If I remember correctly. And I'm going to say Paul Felder has been more active as of late. He's actually doing a good bit of UFC commentary as well, so I feel like his level of studying the game is probably getting higher. I would have, I would have thought that Al Quinto would win because Paul Felder has been 
taking his eye off the ball, doing more, maybe. more media work rather than Aloy Quinta's obviously been training loads. Is it also because we met Al Aloy Quinta? Well, he is yeah. our mate. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, our mate Al. <laughs> How can you go against our mate, man? Um, look, it's <laughs> the way it is. The Irish dragon. Yeah, but like, obviously not Irish. Like. Yeah, but he's red hair, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, then in the low... <laughs> In the low, also in the lightweight division, Michael Chiesa has taken on Anthony Showtime Pettis. Um, I don't after this. I, th- I think it's like it should be Anthony. It's break, Pettis, it? Uh, not it Showtime. Yeah, this is make or break for Pettis. If Pettis doesn't come in and like win and win well, he's done. His last fight, I think he lost to Poirier, and like he basically tapped out on the ground to a rib injury. Yeah. Um, I think knowing that Pettis has that quit in him, and that Chiesa doesn't have that quit in him because Chiesa's last fight he got choked out by Kevin Lee. Yeah. And he was like going out out. Uh, I feel like Kiesa's going to get the win. I feel like he's going to get him down and do a rear naked choke. Yeah, same here. That's like very Michael Kiesa-esque. Yeah. No, I, I think Kiesa's going to win as well. Pettis just looks like he, he knows how to quit. So. Yeah. Uh, then in the featherweight division, Renato Massiano has taken on Calvin Catter. Uh, myself and Ross were discussing this before the show. Um, we think both these lads are trying to get a push. Yeah. Well, I feel like whoever wins this is going to be in the contenders uh, ship of featherweight division next. As in like, they're not going to fight the champ next, but they could fight potentially a number one contender fight next against maybe the winner of Stevens versus Aldo or something. Yeah. Uh, has looked really good. He's beaten uh, Touchy Feely as of late. And then Moicano actually lost Brian Ortega, but then again, like who hasn't lost Brian Ortega? So I think it should be a tight one. If I'm going to say Calvin Catter, I think coming in off a win streak, I'm going to go for him. I'm not too... I'm not too... Like a, a, Familiar one? Yeah, no, well, no... I definitely saw Calvin Carter's last fight, but I only know uh, like I only, I didn't notice him by his name. I noticed him by how he looked. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That when I went onto the UFC website, but uh, so therefore I can't, I have to go for him because I'm not sure about Renato. But uh, in the women's strawweight division, Rose Namajunas has taken on Joanna Janjacek for the strawweight championship. Um, a rematch of UFC two seventeen where we were. Yeah. Were well, we there? I think that was for me one of the few times in life where I was like, oh, that was an oh my god moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Before the fight, we obviously thought Joanna was going to win. Yeah. Uh, we, were invited, we were inviting Polish people to come down and sit beside us because we yeah. had better seats than them. Yeah. We actually had people wearing the, the UFC Reebok gear. Yeah. The Rowana, yeah. JTech one. Yeah. Sitting yeah. down beside yeah, us. The Polish Joanna one. I'm like, they were sitting beside us. I saw a photograph there on my phone of like me like locked beside someone. Yeah. <laughs> Remember there was a girl. Yeah. And we were like, was, I think it was her dad or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think was it was. But like, I mean, there was a massive age difference. Yeah. But uh, like, I was like, Giving it the tom, and then like, <laughs> what a night! Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a night! Yeah, uh, I, I, I actually just want to see this fight hopefully go two or three rounds at least. Yeah, and I'm not actually too sure which way it's going to play up. Like, realistically, Yana was absolutely devastating up until then, but I feel like Rose might actually have her number. Same here, also, she's definitely better on the ground as well. Yeah, so if she like can like spider monkey jumping her and get her on the ground, then. Yeah, I always sort of fancy Rose this game, which I never thought I thought I'd actually pick against Yoni on JK ever watching her fight. Yeah. But I think Rose She doesn't have the knockout people. she doesn't have the no. doesn't have the knockout power that no. Rose obviously has. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think Rose and Rose changed with uh, Valentina Shevchenko a lot and I think like, that's the key to victory over Joanna. Yeah. And Valentina's beaten Joanna and in uh, kickboxing or Muay Thai or whichever it was, yeah. They when they fought anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's so. weird the way we thought like Joanna was like bulletproof literally, yeah. And then like she loses the last fight, and now we're like she's probably gonna lose again. Yeah, it's just I think sometimes it's almost a bit like Wyman versus Silva. You sort of once I seen that, and now we see this, and it's like very rare does they fought a rematch happen, and like 
it's not the same outcome. Yeah. You know I mean? Well, the only thing is, you wanna you wanna never knocks anyone out, so she'd only be able to win by bringing it to five rounds. Yeah, and that also relying that she doesn't get like a dropped or, yeah, or like, into a submission. Yeah, yeah. So it, the odds are definitely in your uh, in Rose's favor. Yeah. But uh, where where does you want to go from this now? If she, she oh, loses? I, think, I think if she loses, she should probably jump up to one twenty five and try and fight up there. Yeah, because like she seems to struggle to make the weight cut as well. Yeah, oh, no, definitely. Not, not oh, she's very small as well, isn't she? But like, yeah. she's such a she was she was sort of like a the Polish uh, Ronda like, yeah. the way she was like bullying people and but like she was like humble in defeat. But uh, yeah, she's like I will get you. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, I was like, she's scary, man. The boogie woman. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Rose as well. Yeah, yeah, just the way she won it last night. Like, it, it, you could sort of see her story from like basically being like almost cast aside. And, also, yeah. she's like a bit scary in her own way, as in like the blank face there and just yeah. like saying prayers yeah. to someone. It's like yeah, a bit I just, creepy. Yeah, but I, I like the way her story. Like, uh, you see, Rana obviously won the belt, and then she was like, like fast tracked, like yeah. as fast as anyone could really be. She was also reliable for the UFC. She fight quite a few times a year yeah. and just. Yeah, whereas like Rose was sort of was so happy to get her like gear sent to her, and she was like, "Oh, this is amazing, being yeah. UFC." And then like, and also like driving around some shitty car and all mm. this stuff, and then like she wins the title, and then all of a sudden like the roles totally reverse. She's the champ. Yeah, and also with Rose as well, you have to remember she was in the Ultimate Fighter, and she was only twenty one, I think, fighting for the belt after the Fighter. Now, like, I feel like she's matured into and developed her skills to the level of athlete that she is now. Yeah. Um, what What happens to Rose now if she if she loses? She's probably only two fights away from a title fight again because she finished Joanna and Jacek, that will always play in her favour. Yeah. I mean, to get a, a rematch, but she's probably two fights away. And if she wins, I'll tell you whoever wins next, it's probably going to be. Actually, there's, there's a few fights that are floating around because Jessica Andrade is fighting or fought Tish Torres there, and Andrade won. So Andrade's in the mix again. So if she could fight, if Rose wins, it could be Andrade versus Rose. But also, if Carlina wins, impressive enough, she has a win over Rose. So yeah. Therefore, that's <clears throat> one of them. And if she loses, she might still fight the one who doesn't fight Joanna. That's yeah. basically. I think it's almost like a a four woman yeah. semi final that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but moving on to the main event of the evening. Bruce, be proud of us. Yeah, man. Has he been on to you recently? Remember uh, last, he, since he announced you in? I just uh, sent me a text out the other day, just asking how I was doing and. Uh, <laughs> He just wasn't no. He just he just he just sent text saying how's the champ and I said I just texted him back on the champ's doing good thanks for asking Bruce. Didn't ask him how he was though because yeah. didn't care. <laughs> if people don't know, check our Instagram wall of when Bruce Buffer announced Ross into the into the ring. Uh, crazy thing. It was wild. It was wild. It was very energized. Um. So in the main event, sorry, uh, Max Holloway, the current featherweight champion, is taking on Khabib Nurmagomedov for the lightweight title. Uh, as we explained earlier it was meant to be Tony Ferguson against Khabib now it's Max Holloway against Khabib kick it off anyway right so we have Khabib Nurmagomedov 25-0 dominated every single fighter he's ever fought fighting against Max Holloway who I think has the longest winning streak in the UFC at the moment right now I think he's 11 wins on the trot I don't think anyone's that many in a row yeah since, um, he, since he lost to Conor McGregor yeah, yeah. um Absolutely incredible young athlete. Uh, two knockout wins over... Jose, Jose Aldo, sorry. Uh, <laughs> knockout win over... 
Anthony Pettis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's beaten some very elite people. Uh, he looks phenomenal. And he's fighting Khabib. And, to be honest, I actually don't think Khabib is actually going to have as much of a side advantage as people think. Max Holloway gets quite big in the uh, in the off-season. He's in his off-season now. And I think Holloway might actually still struggle to make the weight. Because six days, I, I'm feeling Holloway is probably weighing around one one seventy. Yeah, he's quite tall as well. Yeah, I so think he's I think he's sort of the same physique as McGregor, but he's probably like an inch or two taller. Yeah, so I think Holloway, basically, the way I looked at it was when it was Nurmagomedov of Ferguson. Yeah, Ferguson was like seven out of ten on the feet, nine out of ten on the ground, and the way I look at Holloway is probably he's nine out of ten on the feet and seven out of ten on the ground. Yeah. So. I think Holloway's biggest problem is that he's not a knockout artist. He's like a volume puncher, yeah. and that's how he gets his finishes. So, Cardio. is he going to be able to get the volume in against Khabib and get the job done? Uh, also, it's hard to know what Khabib's cardio is like, because cardio, when he's on top and he's throwing all the punches, is completely fine. But if he's put on the back foot, what's his cardio like then? I know, man. So, it's, it's a very interesting fight, because it's one that... And it's hard to break down, almost, because... First of all, there's no common opponent. No. They've never fought in the same weight class. No. And it's very hard to be asked your opinion on almost a fantasy fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like like going on to the EA Sports UFC game and picking two fighters and saying, go for it. Yeah, yeah. So, realistically, Khabib is going to be very heavy favourite. I probably do expect him to win. Um, It's more so... You know what? If If I had to put a guess in, I'd probably say... Khabib, fourth round, he'll get like a TKO or a submission. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't really see anyone. Khabib's going to get him down. Yeah, the that's what I mean. Couple I, of rounds, maybe yeah. in the first round. Like, I think like Holloway might spend like over the four rounds, like 18 minutes on his back. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's just really like, you, see, you reach a certain point with Khabib and he breaks it and it's just really like, he's doing what he wants here and there's nothing you can do about yeah, it. Yeah, the thing is, okay, it's five rounds. Khabib, like, if Khabib has Max on the ground, like, I mean, there's a lot of pressure now on Max Holloway. The first one, make the weight, so he's probably going to have to, like, really, like, tire himself out to make the weight. Then to have to fight Khabib, the, probably the most feared man in the UFC, um, Barcy and Punk. Yeah. The, uh, and then, like, the possibility of being held against your will on the ground and not giving up, because if he quits, that's going to be held against him by everyone. Yeah. No matter who it is. Also, it could devalue Max Holloway, defend his featherweight belt. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it definitely devalues the brand Max Holloway as well yeah. and the possibility of ever fighting Conor McGregor because everyone wants that money fight as well and yeah. if he becomes the, the C but the thing is if he loses that's what happens but if he wins he then becomes the new champ champ yeah like, and the Con- McGregor fight is on like that's, that's the fight it will f- that, yeah. that is the 100% the fight yeah. because first of all it's Khabib has no like there's no like energy that comes out during the interviews to be like oh I can't wait to see this whereas like Max Holloway there's like an aura off him and he's sort of like mm. you're like that guy I want to that guy just sort of deserves it you know what I mean like where and you'll be the champ champ as well yeah whereas like Tony Ferguson was so cringy it's just like it's like that friend that like you don't want to bring out in front of your, the, your other friends because you're like you're like he's a bit like something wrong with him or something. Yeah. He's, not, he's not like he's sort of like I am it's I like know, I like him but like I know he says weird shit sometimes yeah it's like it's like when you're out with your mates, you won't bring me out. It's that like it's like that weird guy, the Orf guy. Yeah, yeah, very bad. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like Max Holloway has star potential. And we've said this numerous times, mm. and 
if he becomes the champ champ, it's going to be like the champ champ versus the champ champ. In fairness, I'm 100 percent going to be cheering for Max Holloway watching this fight. Yeah, like what a what a gangster move! Yeah. Like, except yeah. Khabib Martin Magomedov in six days, no one does that. Yeah, it's I think it's better for the fans and for more like people who don't really follow the UFC to see him win because then people are more drawn to him mm. rather than drawn to Tony Ferguson because people are sort of like he's not really funny and he just sort of says stupid shit and then Khabib doesn't fight that often no where you know what I mean so it's like oh where was your man from 18 months ago it's like oh there he is it's like grand in that space of time after having yeah. three kids you know what I mean I almost feel like every time Khabib fights he has to reconvince everyone how good he is yeah. that time, because like he hasn't fought so long since that yeah but there's no, there's no like energy off him you don't you can't feed off his energy whereas you feed off McGregor's energy and then yeah. Max Holloway sort of has that energy as well because he sort of is funny as well yeah you know what I mean so it would be better for the UFC for Max Holloway to win yeah definitely yeah because like obviously the Russian then you get McGregor out back out yeah. anyway yeah, yeah. Then, then McGregor would be like that's the fight yeah and then McGregor would be like because that's what McGregor's looking for yeah he would also be like almost they, they both be claiming that they're the featherweight and lightweight champ you know what I mean they yeah. both be saying they're both yeah. and like that's just brilliant yeah that, 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 that's a marketing yeah, dream yeah. although McGregor might be at home being like right if he wins that title and becomes the champ champ he, McGregor's probably like right fuck I'm gonna have to become the champ 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 yeah, and yeah, beat yeah. like what fight Woodley fight Woodley yeah <laughs> we're just gonna drop down to bantamweight and beat uh, who's Dillashaw Dillashaw he couldn't make that weight I don't no. Think, yeah. oh god no Jesus oh. Christ you have to cut his leg off <laughs> but look it's gonna be an unbelievable card. Yeah. If you're putting uh, your money on it, Khabib is the person to back. Yeah. But the thing is, like, the UFC will become such a better, bigger brand. Well, like, it's not going to become a massive brand, but it'll be like, su- like such a better sell. Mm. McGregor versus Max Holloway to be the champ, champ. Yeah. The official champ, champ. Like four belts and one poster. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That is. That like you can picture it now. Right. Like the Khabib one. There's no like. There's no real back and forth. Khabib, Khabib, you can almost say like the winner of Holloway. McGregor too was like one of the goats. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. There was actually a couple of questions now on the Instagram page that we put out. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me there. Actually. No problem. No, no, no. You said that, and someone said that, and I was like, I was like, all right, there we go. Because or else we would have totally forgot about it. Right. Read us out um, a question there. Oh, we got a DM of Conor McGregor there. It's like, how's it going, lads? Really enjoyed the show. Uh, Cheers, man. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Saw his name in a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw that, yeah. That's really cool, actually. Someone goes, should be a good fight. Should be. <laughs> uh, okay, I go, can't believe Tony versus Khabib won't happen, but Max can become the new champ champ. Yeah. Champ champ, yeah. Uh, someone goes here, uh, I mean, come on, great for Max, but it sucks so much. Yeah, well, in fairness, very disappointing that the we're not seeing uh, Khabib versus Tony for the fourth time, but at the end of the day, as far as replacements goes, I couldn't think of a better one. No, no, it was perfect. Do you think Khabib versus Tony will ever happen? No. If, if Max Holloway actually wins, then that means Khabib could fight uh, Tony. I'd be semi interested in seeing Max fight Tony Ferguson as well. Yeah, same Because their yeah. swords are very similar in terms of like high volume, high output. Yeah. Uh, Jamie H005, Jamie Hickey, goes, uh, does Max Holloway deserve to be put on the same level as Conor McGregor if he wins? He has to be almost even on a higher level just due to the fact that he finished Aldo twice. Yeah. Beat Anthony Pettis as well. He was another UFC champion. And not only that, like he's gone eleven and zero, and like he's one hundred percent on the same level. I don't know. If oh, I, no, I, say, that, yeah. I don't know if I could say better. Also, he beat Khabib. No one's ever else beaten Khabib. Yeah. Um, and doing it on six days notice as well. 
So it's it's definitely up there. Whether it's better or worse, who knows? But realistically, those two would have to fight again to find out who who is more of a goat. True, yeah. Um, I know so many people are writing here like Max is a gangster. Uh, if Max wins, if Mac if Mac wins this, there will be only one fight to make, as you yeah. said, yeah. Um, T City got offered the fight, which yeah. already went over, and then so uh, Dan Smith eighty eight go. Khabib's got this. I still think Khabib versus Ortega would be a better fight though. I said that as well. Yeah. I I just think I'd love to see those two on the ground against one another. Yeah, I'll just be interested because. Brian uh, Ortega looks like he's an absolute monster on the ground. Yeah. And I'd be very interested in that. But I wouldn't rule out that fight going forward either. You know what I mean? No, either would I. See, that's all that's, that's mm. ahead. But I mean, if Max Holloway wins, it's just like him versus McGregor. That is yeah. the fight. Yeah, you know oh, I mean? This GSP thing will go away. Yeah. Um. Also, like Mayweather, obviously talking shite, saying he's coming back to fight Conor McGregor. I just... No. When's that going to go away or something? He's like one man. Like. Yeah, it's like, just give over. Like, either, <laughs> either sign somewhere on dot line or... Go away, like, like <laughs> stop trying to rob a headlines at this stage. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're sick of it. Yeah, I'd like, I don't even click into the articles anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, so we're going, we're, we're going, Khabib's going to win, but yeah. we want Max Holloway to win. Oh, yeah, like, we're cheering for Max yeah, Holloway. Yeah, because yeah. it'll just be so cool. Like, I mean, I don't know, and then it'll, like, it'll help like promote everything. Yeah. But, uh, we're massive Max Holloway fans one way or another. We are massive Max, Max Holloway fans. Uh, that's UFC 2 to 3 sort of covered. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, should we go on? We're gonna should we discuss the stuff that we're yeah. doing? Yeah. Okay. So, <coughs> Bama is coming up in. Is it April or May? No, here we go. Uh, Bama thirty five is coming back to Dublin's Three Arena on May the twelfth. Brilliant. Yeah, same night as UFC two two four Brazil, uh, Bellator one ninety nine, and same night Mikey Collins fighting Lomachenko. So Bama thirty five is on fighting on the Lomachenko card. Yeah, not fight, fighting Lomachenko. Oh no, Mike Collins fighting on Lomachenko's card. Yeah, so unbelievable night of fights anyway. Um, all the combat. Yes, yeah. no. Myself and Ross are after working on the last two. Well, we have media credentials from yeah. the last two Bama events. One was a Bama Bell Tour one. Unbelievable. We get looked after so well there. Yeah, free sambos and and drinks and all like all the crisps. Yeah, it actually gets really warm in there as well. Yeah, isn't it? especially when Conor McGregor runs in and yeah. like wrecks the house. But um. Yeah, we were in touch with uh, the person who actually runs Bama saying that like we want to get more involved. So be it like do do like interviews for Bama or else do like mm. uh, competitions, give away tickets and stuff. And they actually got back to us and they were like, hey, do you know what? That's actually like, I'm into that. But I'm, yeah. away, I'm away this week and for Easter and I'll get back to you next week. So, which will be like this mm. week. So I'm sure they'll be in touch. So we're going to try and get, at least give away tickets. Um which is cool. It would be a cool thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, stay tuned for the next Energize competition giveaway because there'll be more coming. Yeah. And then um, we were also looking over next month in May, uh, Bellator 200. That goes to London. Uh, that's on the 25th of May. That's a Friday. Then the next night's the Champions League final, which is a Saturday. And then the next night after that, which is the 27th, the Sunday, is UC Liverpool. So, myself and Ross are thinking now that, well, like, yeah, we're going to go to London for the Bellator yeah. and then go up to Liverpool probably for the Champions League final yeah. and then UFC Liverpool. Yeah. Like, that's what we're planning on doing. Whether yeah. whether it works out or not, we're not too sure yet. Yeah. We're obviously going to try and get credentials for the pair of the events and then also, yeah. like, it's going to be depending on how much it costs because, like, realistically, you'll have to weigh that up and be like, should we do that? 
or we go on a summer holiday somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, it, it really depends on the cost of it all. It depends on the cost, yeah. Yeah. Um, ideally, if it was going to be like set in stone, I, I think realistically we'd be able to get the 200 uh, UFC, uh, sorry, uh, Bellator 200 tickets, media credentials, yeah. and then we'd probably have to pay for the UFC ones. Yeah. But I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But I mean, that's so let us know if you are actually going to Bama, uh, you're going to Bellator, if you're going to UC Liverpool. Or if you're interested in winning tickets to go yeah. to Bama, because uh, we only want to give them to people that really want them. Yeah. Same thing there the other day. We actually gave away the Robbie Brady, uh, what would you call it, a canvas picture? Yeah. It's unreal. Like Piece over, of artwork, anyway, yeah, that's what we call it. Yeah, over 200 people entered, and uh, we actually just went through it all. First of all, we had a look and seen like, who actually really wanted it. Some people like wrote like extra stuff saying that they wanted to get involved, and then we also had to go through who actually like followed us as well, because like, if you entered a competition you mm. didn't follow us, it was sort of like, well then... like. Yeah, it's like the, we felt like you're in for the sake of Yeah. And then, like, what we did is, had this name, I gave it to my mom, and I was like, right, that one. And yeah. I was like, grand. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, we were trying to make it as fair as possible. Um, yeah. It was just more so. I remember last time we had the Ireland tickets, we drew names out of a hat or whatever, whatever, and we video recorded it all. But, like, this time it was just, there was actually so many entries, I was like, yeah. here, look. Judy just picked someone there and yeah. she was like, there. Yeah, it's funny before any time we do a competition, we're like, what happens if no one writes anything? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. The next thing you know, 200 Yeah, entrance. there was so many people, yeah. And fair play to Ed Ryan as well. Excellent artwork. Like, yeah. It was phenomenal. Yeah, we're definitely going to try and get him to get involved yeah. doing some more. Doing something else, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, and then in terms of that UFC Liverpool card as well, uh, Darren Till is now official fighting Wonderboy on it. That should be very, very interesting. And also you have uh, Gordon Nelson fighting Neil Magny on that card as well, which I'm very interested in seeing that as well. Yeah. Um, Especially considering like I highly favour Gordon Nelson for that one as well. Same here. Um, And then, oh, okay. also this weekend is Bellator 196, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but before you go on, uh, early call Till versus Wonderboy. I think most people actually Wonderboy on our poll, you know that? I, I actually sort of Think of like Wonderboy. I think it's a lot for him. A lot for Tails to be taken on now. It's huge. Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, at least when McGregor brought UC to Dublin, he fought Brand out. Yeah, he was like very much so expected to win. Yeah. Well, like, I wasn't that sure because I remember yeah. Brand was unreal in the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. But like, Wonderboy is no slouch. No, like, give or take a couple of strikes one way or the other, he could be the UFC champion. You know what I mean? Champ, champ, yeah. Uh, well this Friday anyway if you're staying in uh, US, uh, sorry, Bellator goes to Budapest uh, James Gallagher was actually meant to headline the car but like he injured his hand yeah yeah. so uh, there's a couple of people from SPG fighting Ireland's very own Brian Moore is fighting Giorgio Belsanti um, so I don't know anything about Belsanti but I'm expecting Brian Moore to win after yeah. seeing him fight AJ McKee that time it was very impressive wasn't that AJ McKee's partner no? Did he not fight AJ McKee in Dublin? Was that AJ McKee, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and he beat him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't know. You, you lost. Remember you won the first round? Oh, no, yeah, no, lost. Brian Moore lost. Yeah, but no, what I'm saying he was impressive, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, very yeah, impressive. Yeah, very yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was in half seen that, I was like, right, I think he's going to win. Yeah. So uh, we'll be really shouting him out later on in the week. Mm. Uh, also, SPG is very on. Eon Pascu is taking on Ed Root. And this is actually a big fight for Pascu. He's 17 and 7, and Root is 4 now. The, uh, like, Catch I love Pascu. His legs are massive, but like, Ed Root is NCAA Division One wrestling champion, and he's definitely gonna win. Yeah. He just is like I know he is. Pascu's also uh, on the Bama card as well, and then in the headliner is Benson Henderson. Benson Henderson 
Um, is taking on Roger Huerta. Uh, Roger Huerta, ex UFC veteran, one FC veteran. Well, I just think this is really a fight for Ben Henderson to lose. So yeah, pick Ben Henderson to win that one. Yeah. Well, that sort of covers all the MMA then. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Um, before we move into the boxing, um, if you like listen to our shit and enjoy our shit, make sure to tell a friend because uh, we're trying to like do really well in yeah. this shit. <laughs> we appreciate it. Any more shits? I don't know, man. I just love doing this stuff, mm. and like, I don't know. I just, I like oh, people. I like oh, yeah, I must say, I actually really enjoyed this one just because it's back new in UFC, yeah. and there's actually UFC happening, and then also, um, like the boxing the weekend was like overall. I was actually slightly disappointed with it, but yeah. we'll get into that in a minute. But it was just like it was built well, and I was like excited for it. And I just like to be excited for stuff again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's the thing, yeah. I was like, I have, to, I have to watch this fight. I have to watch this fight. And then when I watched it, I was sort of like, after the eight round, I was like, here, look, no one's getting knocked out here. And yeah. like, Joshua was cruising. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you're like, when you when you know it's not going to just be knocked out, whatever. But yeah, anti Joshua won. Uh, now it's four belts. Um, I really want. So it's a good picture to have all the belts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, when I was waiting for to put the Instagram mm. up, I was like, I was like, where's the picture? Where's the picture? Because one of them was holding the belt. And yeah. I was like, I was like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. And then like I saw it, and I was like, that's it. I was like, boom, get it up. Um, look, he did what he needed to get done. He got through the fight fairly unscathed. Yeah. Like I don't even have to get a mark on his face. No, he's more uh, bigger than him as well. Yeah, yeah I, I think that was the most telling point. He was in like he just hid behind the big jab and like. He was able to lean on him a bit, uh, put a bit of pressure on him, and at the end of the day, another I would almost say lackluster performance from Joshua's last two performances for me. I'm not like dying to see him fight again. If no. you know what I mean, but the thing is, uh, Ed Hearn does such a good job of like building Joshua up that like I'll be dying to see him when it actually comes back around. If you know what I mean, but it's one of those things where what do you think the problem is? Just like, do you think he's I don't. No, I don't think that. It's more so like his boxing style isn't actually the best to follow. Oh. Like Fury's is a bit more like Fury's absolutely incredible to watch. He's like six foot nine, like thirty stone. He's yeah. bouncing around the ring yeah, yeah, as yeah. if like as if like you know he was a featherweight. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And like, yeah, he like spectacle. Yeah, and like he, he like even the way Fury like throws his jab, it's like it's a bit flamboyant or something. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, flashy. Yeah, yeah, and then like Wilder's like so like aggressive. Yeah, and I'm just like. I feel, like Josh, I feel like Joshua, like, it's as if the doubters are right about him. Maybe he is a bit chinny. Maybe his chin isn't the best. And he fights very defensively almost. I'm very sort of safe. It is ve- yeah, yeah, it's very safe. Yeah, it's so, not flash. It's sort no. of like, it's almost you could say it's the same sort of way that the Klitschko's got given out to about years ago, for the last few years. Being yeah. like, it was just like safe, sort of in beh- behind the jab. Yeah. Like there was no, there was no like go for the kill. It's you like Jose Mourinho when Manuel go tuning it up. It's like right, job done. Yep. Yeah. Get yeah, out of there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I, mean? I think. I think like have like almost nearly all of the eighty thousand people that went to that fight thought they were going to see a knockout. Yeah. And then when you go to see something like that and you don't get it, yeah. you're sort of like, what the fuck? Especially well, people were booing after the fight as well. You know that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and especially when you look at uh, like Dillian White when he fought around Brown and like he absolutely sent the hospital off at a young man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like. Really, see if you want to try a heavyweight fight, you want to see someone get knocked out. Yeah, and that's just it. Like, oh, I know, I, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I don't care well, the, about it. Yeah, but the thing is, the fight before that, there was a knockout, so yeah. people who were like there early they got, got to see fix, a knockout. They got the fix, they the got the fix, yeah, yeah. But it's just more so you've seen the best two heavyweights in the world. You want to see like at least one of them go down, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just like, 
give me something. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. It's, yeah, that's the thing. When I was watching it, I was just like, I was like, I'm not, like, I, I'm so invested in this, but when mm. I'm watching it, I'm just, it's not, I'm, it's not interesting. It's not like, also, he was just cruise control. He got ahead and then he was like, right, it was sort of like the way people give out about Mayweather as well. You know what I mean? He'd get ahead and then be too far ahead that he can just cruise control the rest of the fight. There was no, like, there's no, like, risk or anything involved. I also must say that it was almost slightly disrespectful in a way that the whole build-up for Joshua Parker was, when's it going to be Joshua Wilder? Yo, man. And I was just looking at being like, you know when they do the gloves are off, face off, and they talk to each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, if that was Wilder versus Joshua, like that would be, that'd be loose. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. As in, like, there'd be a verbal spar match. They like respect each other and like each other. They were both the good guy. No one was the bad guy. True, you know what yeah. I mean? And they're always like to get people very interested. There has to be a bad guy. Yeah. And there was no bad guy. Yeah. Do you know what the weird thing was? I was watching. Um, oh no! I was looking at whatever forum or whatever whoever we follow. Yeah. And some people like some like some English people actually weren't up for Joshua. Yeah. And it was so weird because like anytime any Irish person is fighting ever. Or in, in any sport, like we're always yeah we back from like yeah tomorrow. yeah. I could never imagine being like hopefully Mike Conn doesn't win. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or, no, like Andy Joshua's world champ, and they're and they're like oh hopefully Parker wins. I just I was just like what? Is, what are you talking about? Yeah, very strange, especially when he wins gold medal in the Olympics for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like, like if he's just like some it's like oh, some ha, mess. Ha, can't wait for K two Taylor to lose. Like yeah. what? Yeah, very strange. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah, he also was like quite. Like, I know you sort of had, like, problems as a kid growing up or whatever. You seemed to, like, hang out with the wrong crowd. But, like, it was never, like, Auntie Joshua beats him up or Auntie Joshua stabbed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of the, a lot of the media over in, over in England shit, like, they sort of, like, they'll hype you up, they'll hype you up, they'll hype you up. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, they bring you back down. They want to mm. bring you back down. They do a lot of footballers anyway. But, like, I just, I can't understand mm. how you can't like Auntie Joshua because he's such a, like, a nice guy. He's yeah. got very nice, very humble, very... I mean, he does loads of stuff for, like, I don't know if you'd call them charities, but he does mm. a lot of stuff for, like, helping kids, all this stuff. And then all of his, he, he's brought his best friends with him, like, all the way through as well. Mm. So, like, to turn around and be like, I don't like that guy who represented us is sort of, like, it's such a strange thing to say. Oh, it's very, very bizarre. Yeah. So. And he got booed. I'll tell you what, this is how I want the bottom down, and you can tell me what your take is on it, right? No. Now, now that we've seen the Wilder Ortiz and we've seen... Parker versus uh, Joshua. Joshua. Yeah. Right. So the other, it's not so much operation on equality, but the other big name heavyweight fight that's gonna happen soon is gonna be David Hay versus Tony Bellew. Yeah. That's <laughs> when's that on? Uh, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, not sure. Anyway, I, I know it's booked anyway, so yeah. like it has to be within, like it has to be before June anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I want to see the winner of that fight Tyson Fury, <laughs> and I want to see Wilder and Joshua. Uh, go at it and then I want to see the winner of those two fight each other okay yeah because I'd, I'd actually like to see I actually want to see Bellew versus Fury because Bellew keeps on calling out Fury and like the size difference between them is actually massive yeah, so yeah. I'd like to actually see could Bellew like, do something to what and then Bellew taking on Anti Joshua well no they, they're like mates they're not going to fight each other but I, I just want to see a, spe- yeah. a spectacle yeah. you know what I mean I, I want to see something that I'll like Trinity every day, yeah, yeah. Well, after that fight, it's it wasn't really that like that anti Joshua fight. I'm sort of like I'm not like can't wait to see him fight again yeah. unless it's against Waller or unless it's against Fury. But the thing is, the problem was, um, if anyone knows the Breakfast Club, which is uh, an American radio show, 
and Deontay Brilliant Wilder, as well, but yeah, it's class. They have all the A listers of everything yeah. from music to sports to whatever. So Deontay Wilder was on it saying that he was meant to be going um commentating for Sky Boxing, and um. He, he said on one condition that I'll go is that, that I'm allowed to go into the ring after the square off against uh, Anthony Joshua because there's going to be like 80,000 mm. people there and that's free advertising yeah. you, like, he thinks like that he thinks yeah. like Mayweather and so, or even McGregor as well and they're like no we can't guarantee that because Eddie Hearn Anthony Joshua's manager wants uh, Dylan White to fight him Dylan White who, was, who works who, Eddie Hearn's Anthony Joshua's uh, agent and Dylan, Dylan White's wants. agent so he, he wants Deontay Wilder to fight Dylan White first before Wilder takes on Joshua. Uh, Joshua, yeah. And it was just like, man, you probably already have a lot of money anyway. Like, mm. I mean, just put like, I mean, who knows? It, it, it is what it is. With that. It's inevitable that it's going to happen anyway because yeah. there's... Also, he said like he wanted to like kill someone in the ring. There, That was a bit much now. Well, he's just like, he's trying to sell whatever he can sell really. Like, I know, yeah, but I think that that's like a bit far. Yeah. As in like, if you you tell me you actually physically want to kill someone in that ring, like that doesn't actually make me want to see you fight more. You know what I mean? Did he not say, oh, if he kills someone, yeah, so be yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he was like, dear God. No, I, I think, he, no, I think anyway. he was like, oh, I want the body on my record. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was like, right. I was like, that's a bit intense. Although, like, then again, he was on, what, the biggest breakfast show in probably the world, and he was he was yeah. probably just like, I have to say something controversial. Yeah. And then he said it. Yeah. So, but, uh, it's inevitable now because it's like, Anthony Joshua has four of the belts, and Deontay Wilder has one. So, like, they're going to have to unify them at some stage. Yeah. I think the only person to ever do it was Lennox Lewis. Yeah. So, the thing is now, I think Walter is just sort of like, you know what, if he has to fight Dylan White first, and then... Yeah, fight he'll do Joshua, it that way. He'll do it that way. Yeah. But that's what I like about him. And, he's, mm. and his, his style is... Also, he's catching up on, catching. like, if he can beat the two of them, like, you know, he's closing in on uh, Mayweather's, Mayweather's record. Here. Yeah, but the thing is, he'll be around, like, eight, if not if not seven or eight fights off that. So, yeah. like, who do you fight, like? Walter Fury versus Fury. Yeah. I know, yeah. I think that's the fight I'd like to see more than any of them. Yeah, Fury needs to get back in that ring. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I think that sort of closed out. Any uh, last comments on the world of mixed martial arts and combat sports? No. I just really enjoy doing this. And um, we're still, like, every day trying to, like, knocking down pillars and just building, building... The, knocking on doors and building empires. Yeah, yeah. I think I think, like, the problem is in Ireland, like, the... the it's 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 not seen as like a, like MMA and boxing isn't seen as yeah. like a mainstream sport by the Irish media but like it's up to the fighters to make it more global and then mm. the bigger bigger the fights the bigger the, the wins the better yeah. people do is the sooner we're gonna get bigger as well you know what I mean yeah yeah as long as we need the sport to do well for us to do well yeah now. yeah yeah so yeah. That, that seems to be it for today so guys as always if you like the show give five stars on iTunes give the love heart and SoundCloud you know how we do yeah. and as always stay energised